the title of this reading is Advent on Feeding. Time to think, time to treat, and time to feed. And it is an exact reading from uh, my blog of the same title. Advent is a great time of colour and light, of candles and decorations, wrapping paper and sticky tape of food and drink too. Now Advent has arrived. The second candle is lit on the Christmas wreath and I am sure, like me, many are thinking. Advent is a time of thought and preparation. For some, it's part of their belief, but I am sure for everyone, the thinking will include buying or crafting presents, planning and preparing for a party with friends and the Christmas dinner. For some, it is a time of change, children married and having Christmas in a new home. Perhaps you are relinquishing the role of Christmas maker this year and passing that crown to another. For many, the memory of another, in my case, a father, who I see cleanly shaven, hair combed back. There was no overall number two haircut for him. The smell of aftershave and a big smile that I still share. It is this way for beekeepers, for whom it is the time for thought, feeding and changes. Of these three, the changes and feeding are top of the list, but don't stop thinking. The thinking at this time of year involves timing your winter varroa treatment for a day when the bees are not in a cluster. The BBC do a good 10-day forecast on YouTube, so I can see that the colonies will be tightly clustered as the temperature drops and stays below 5 degrees, going as low as minus 4. The upside is that clustering means the bees will not be active, which at this time of year is good, but makes treating for varroa difficult. I use oxalic acid sublimation, and I'd like to treat two or three times, so need two or three days close together when the bees are not clustered. Yes, it's a time of wanting cake and eating it, as the saying goes. It needs a little thought. I last treated for varroa in late September, so this treatment is killing off mites emerging from the late brood. I cannot be sure my hives are now broodless, but it's as good as it will get. In my case, if the weather will not allow treatments every three days, then the bees get treated as I can, and that means getting them all treated on the same day. It's worth saying that I believe the colonies need a time out, and more so the Queen will benefit from a period in cluster when she's not being moved to lay. I am sure it's not just me that believes the Queen having time out is good for her longevity. I'm an advocate of feeding protein supplement, 
that keeps colonies in brood a little longer. But to help get a broodless period, I stop supply sometime in November. Advent is not a time bees celebrate. And whilst I will enjoy a cold beer at the apiary, or hopefully each apiary, it is meaningless to my colonies. However, the end of Advent is close to the equinox. On the 21st of December, the days start getting longer and the bees respond. Advent is a time of hope and tucked in to such a thought is hope for the bees. I have, like most beekeepers, taken my losses early, but most unwillingly. Each combination, or and in this for this year that's just one, or just a loss, also another one, or a shakeout, and in this case two, I take as a failure on my part, and I quiz my thoughts and colony history for a reason. It can only be the rare or queen issues. This year it's queen issues. The shakeouts had a queen but mated too late and the colonies were small. The combination, same, but a more vibrant box of bees makes for success. The loss is the unhappy demise of a most brilliant F0 queen. For clarity, that's F0 as in parenthood, F0, F1, F2. The buckfast F0 was kept in a brood production hive and responsible for many of our 2022 queens. What are we to do next year for queen rearing? Well, also tucked up inside the hope of Advent is growth of VSH bees. That's Varroa specific hygienic bees. I have two possible colony sources and hope they are not an overwinter loss. Another line in my hope list. Feeding then. Everyone knows about feeding. It's important to repeat and remember what beekeeping is about. A successful colony is based on great queens, dead varroa and quality feeding. I have baker's fondant on the top cover of each hive. Each pack is enclosed in a sealed clear plastic bag and weighs about 1.7 kilograms maybe two pounds, when it's initially placed on the hive. The underside has a small cutout about the size of the access hole in the top cover. I check the pack for signs of consumption by lifting the roof each 10 days-ish without disturbing the colony. I cannot guess or estimate the rate of consumption at this time. As we move through January, I expect to see signs of consumption and by placing my hand on the fondant, feel increased heat generated by the brood nest, a sign of new activity gathering pace. This new activity 
will be the Queen laying new brood and the huge group of supporters working together for growth. I need to gauge when to support the colony's growth by adding a protein supplement. Well, happy Advent everyone. Happy Christmas when it arrives and best wishes for your new year.